also Green Hornet. It's a movie. And it was also a comic series. Oh, and a TV right, show. yeah. And a TV show. Fun and fact. A radio series. Fun fact, Kate. Um, the Green it Hornet did. is actually the nephew of. What was that cowboy? What are you? What are you? Lone Ranger. You mean John Wayne. Yes. Lone Ranger. What? Yeah. What do you true. mean? Like Comic the Vine ran this story? No, like like in the comic series. Oh, oh wow. So there's actually continuity between the two. Yeah, That's it's like his weird. it's like his nephew or his like great nephew or something like that. And Probably if you actually look nephew. at the characters, it makes it, it they actually kind of look similar because they both have like the eye mask and wear a hat. That's weird. I did not know that. None of that really matters for the new movie though because it's a comedy. And I thought it was pretty good. I don't know what, how you felt. What was about your it. favorite part? My favorite part, um, probably was it one half of the car? early scenes with uh, was it half car? Chud- Chudnovsky and James Franco. You didn't like I half that car? Was pretty good. Hmm. Half yeah. car was a cool action bit. My favorite part of half car was when that guy got crushed by the other half of the car. Oh, that was pretty good. I really liked when they found like the first meth lab, and their immediate reaction of how to storm the meth lab is just drive through the wall. Yeah, they, and then and then the guy's like, "Oh, uh, ni- nice to meet you." Yeah, I I I enjoyed the kind of like whenever people die, they're clearly dead. Like they don't shy away from that at all. Like it was kind of weird how violent they got in bits. And yeah, they're pretty bad at crime fighting, which is pretty funny. So um, how like the movie overall was pretty cool. I thought it was all right. Did you see it in 3D, Sean? Or I did. I thought some of the jokes were just a little silly. There's some silliness in it, and um, Cameron Diaz shows up, so that she's. Happens. I don't. I didn't like her like at all. Yeah, she. Just, I just forgot she was in the movie, and then she I showed up as well. Kind of like, yeah, oh, when she showed fine, up. I was like, oh, I that's guess. right. You're yeah, not great. She's still in movies. Not that she's like actively bad, really, but I just don't care. I don't. I don't know what it is about her. But um, I, box office wise, I guess it did pretty well first weekend, but it's already less than half this time, so. I don't know. It's probably not going to make back $120 million. But Would you however, recommend going to see it? Um, yeah, If you like want it. some light, silly action comedy, yeah. It's that first cool. fight is super awesome. There's actually some pretty cool-looking action. Yeah, they do the action stuff pretty Just well. Just when he like, punches through the window. <laughs> uh, so, John, John Chu is Kato in this, right? Or who, yes. who is Kato? Uh... I don't remember his name. He's I don't know the actor. Star. I haven't seen him in anything. Yeah. Uh, nope, I could have swore from the trailers it looked like uh, Kumar from here. From Kumar. It's not. Oh him. no, it's not. It's not John Cho. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, sorry, just a second. It's it's some. I think he's a pop star from somewhere. I'm not. <laughs> Is it Rain? Please tell me it's Rain. It's not Rain. Although oh. that movie was pretty good too. Ninja Assassin. Uh, Jay Chow. Um, Wait, the Jay Chow? From Curse of the Golden Flower as well, which is a movie I've heard of at least. Um, nothing and only else on you. Here. Oh, okay. Chow Young Fat was in it, I believe. Um, his English skills aren't super great, but that's not that big a deal. I at like least. at the one point when he, like, he doesn't want to like start the initial like drug thing, so he's like, I don't speak English. Yeah. And then he's like, you're speaking English right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and d- d- Seth Rogen I thought was pretty funny. I mean, he can be annoying, but I thought it was pretty funny. I was kind of surprised it was Seth Rogen as the Green Hornet, because the show was actually pretty serious. 
Yeah, I remember, like, vaguely a few episodes of the show, and they're, like, all I remember is Bruce Lee throwing a gas dart down the barrel of a tank. That's, like, the only thing I remember. Yeah, the, the show was basically, like, Bruce Lee kicked everyone's ass, and, like, the Green Hornet had a gun, but he was a relatively serious person. That, that's basically yeah. it, except now Seth Rogen has the gun, and then just, like, punches the air while everyone else <laughs> gets killed. Although, he finally gets, like, one moment at the end, and then kind of screws up. And yeah, but the funny. whole moment at the end is like, oh man, he's finally gonna do it, and then he totally does. And he actually pulls off some okay stuff, but then he falls, and it's funny. But, yeah, they do some good stuff with him. And I thought Christoph Waltz was pretty great as the villain. Um, I could have used more of him, but whatever. Like, one thing I would have liked really is, is with, like, that first fight, when Kato was doing the stuff, like, he was running on the one car, and then it turned into, like, eight cars... Yeah, yeah. They, they did that for that one stuff. scene, and that was it. Ah, uh, it doesn't come back later? No. Kind of? Okay. Like, they do the whole, like, he hits the guy, and then that guy's kind of getting knocked back really slow, and Kato's still moving fast. Uh-huh. But they never do the stuff where, like, things are being, like, stretched out. Yeah, yeah. That was a so, kind of neat scene. But... So do you guys know if they're making a Green Hornet video game at all? I don't think so. I highly doubt it. Okay, because the, re- the reason I ask is because... We're all about video games here at the top ten. <laughs> sure. Uh, all Suck right. it. That was smooth. You know. Wait. Before you get into that, I'm just wondering: in the game, would you play as like the Green Hornet while the computer-controlled Kato beats everyone <laughs> up for you? So you just run around dodging bullets while the AI is doing no, all the you, cool you stuff. No, you probably get hit by bullets just like he does. Or yeah, you're just kind of panicking in the back of a car, holding a dude's hand with a gun in it and keeping it away from your face. Yeah, maybe. And cracking jokes every now and then. Top-down perspective? Top-down perspective. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm your host this week, uh, Jonathan. I'm joined, as usual, by Nathan. Hi. And Sean. Hi. Don't have too much energy, guys. Sorry. I guess I've been awake for, like, oh, an sorry. hour, and you guys have been up for, like, all day, so... Oh, That's wow, true. right. No, yeah, I woke up at 6 this morning, so... Wow. I'm on night shift right now, so... Okay. Sean! Yes, what? Do you know what day it is? <laughs> what are you playing? Oh, uh, okay. okay. Um, let's see, this week I played Halo Reach from start to finish. Seriously? Yes. I thought you were all, like, against Halo. I, t- I totally don't care about Halo. <laughs> oh, I, no, I you passed like, me in that game. I stopped, I know. like, seven-eighths through, I think. I don't know. I mean to beat it sometime. Yeah, I think you finished, like, the sixth mission I was looking at your achievements. and Okay. I was going to co-op some with you, but you were never answering me. N- n- yeah, no, I have a reason for that, but I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, is it? Did you like it? Is it better than ODST? That was your last Halo experience, right? Right. Uh, I think I prefer ODST, because that overworld stuff is pretty cool. Okay. Like, the atmospheric stuff. Though, near the end, it totally has the part where it's like, this just keeps going on and on. Oh, it gets a little And there was, like, specifically this one mission where I was just like... like, So, you know those enemies that you have to shoot from, like, the back? Uh, oh, like hunters, or...? I don't know what they're called, but they're, like, they really d- big and they yeah, like yeah. big green blasts. Yeah, like, hunters, It got to yeah. a point where I was in a room, and, like, it was near the end, and it was like, all right, now there's four of them here. And I was just like, no, there's not, because I'm just going to run past them. And <laughs> I'm not fighting anymore, and this mission better ends. <laughs> and, and did um, that actually work? Was that a feasible strategy? 
it didn't work the first time because one like jumped on me, and apparently that's a one hit KO. So oh, okay. really, really great enemy, great there. The next time it worked really fast because I just kind of jumped everywhere. Oh, okay. And I hit the button I needed to, and then I just ran out. <laughs> nice. Okay, I'll keep that in mind for when I finally beat it. Pro pro tips for Halo Reach. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't play don't the game. Just fighting. look at it. <laughs> yeah. Does um, it end cool, at least? I heard it had a neat final moment. It has an okay ending, but it definitely has a part near the end where it's like, hey, here's the end. Oh, wait, nope, you gotta do one last thing. And at that point, I was just kind of like, you gotta what? finish the fight. Oh, come on. Yeah, I guess I had to finish the fight. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I just did this, like, big, like, waves of battles, and I was like, this totally seems like an end. And then I was like, nope, you can do it a little bit more. And I was like, are you kidding me? So, there's a few moments where I was just like, this sucks. Hmm. It's taking too long. How about that bit where you're in space, though, and then you have the jetpack? That was kind of cool, right? You have the jetpack? Yeah, you, you're like you have that. You're with that group of like uh, trooper guys that use jetpacks to hover around. And... Oh, you're not in space. No, no. There's the first bit where you're in space, and then later you're back in the city. Like just that stretch oh, of the game, I, I see. thought was really yeah. Awesome. That part was okay. That's kind of right after that stuff is where I stopped. So right, yeah. There's like yeah. a plane area a little after where you go, and that was the first time where I was like, I'm just going to start running past people because all you need me to do is turn on these reactors, so I don't want to fight anymore. <laughs> yeah. But did you play a multi as well? or? Uh, no. I kind of like just finished it today, and my plans with the multiplayer is to not play it at all. Oh. Just you sent me a you message. You sounded like you wanted to play, but no. I sent you a message saying, want to do some co-op? Oh, is that? Oh, okay. I thought you meant you just want to play some online. And I was like, yeah, oh, dude, I that's kinda all just don't I do really with care that about online multiplayer. Oh. Okay. Fine. Though we should totally play some online hot pursuit. Yeah, yeah, we should. Um, but I gotta finish something first. But I'll talk about that later. The fight. Uh, it is a fight, and it is pretty important, but not a Halo fight. Although I'll finish that. Fight what are you talking about? That's the only fight. Uh, he has a point there. It is the only fight. Okay. I have a case for another fight entirely, but <laughs> is there any other games you played? Um, yes, there was one more game I played, because I finally found the keyboard for Rock Band 3, so I picked up that game, and the keyboard, if I didn't make that clear. Cool. Is it awesome? It's is pretty it great. be-all, end-all rhythm game? It is seems it? like it. It is incredibly okay. streamlined, to the point where, you know how with, um... Rock Band 1 and 2, they kind of had, like, a world tour kind of mode, where it was just like, I'm gonna play this gig, now I'm gonna play this one. Yeah, That seems yeah. to be, like, completely gone, and it's just like, hey, you can just play songs, and then we're gonna link those to random, I guess, kind of campaign progression stuff. I kind of like, like that notion, because with the career mode in Rock Band 2, it finally got to a point where it's like, alright, I've played all the gigs with songs I want to play, now we have to play this Black Hole Sun thing again. Or something, you know. Just... Black Hole Sun wasn't a bad song. No, it's just I got w way too much of it in like a really short time span when I first started playing Rock Band with friends because it's all we, like, we only had the default songs on the disc. Oh, and okay. I'm kind of tired of it now, but yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's okay, but there's definitely times where I'm just like, I don't want to just play random songs. I want to be kind of told I have to play these ones. And they oh, do have like there's a progression so that there's, like, a hardest song and that kind of thing? Yeah, I kind of want some kind of progression. Because what it'll basically be is you'll go into, like, you'll hit career, and then it'll be, like, it'll just say, like, my goals. And you're like, 
well, I don't, what is that? I just want to do story mode. And you go into, like, my goals, and it'll be like, play all of the easy tier songs. So, and then that'll slowly, like, get collected as you're just playing randomly. Or you played eight downloaded songs. And it, so kind of as you do, you do anything in the game, you get fans, and then that unlocks more. What it does have, however, that's closer to what I'm kind of wanting is, um, I forget what it's called, but it's like, it's kind of like a road world tour, but a lot smaller, where it'll just be like, hey, you got, your group is going, like, your band is going for, like, an all-out party tonight, so you gotta stop here, here, and there. So it's basically like you play three set lists. Oh. Which that, that, which that one's, which is really cool with that, is it'll be like, you can play, like, this, these two sets of songs from, like, the 90s, or you can play random alternative, or, like, two random rock. So you can kind of still get a choice and finish it as you want. Hmm. And does the stuff that comes with it, is that pretty good? Like, I, I don't remember reading the set list, but... Was there a lot uh, of it seems okay before. I, like, I haven't played a ton of it yet. I was kind of, like, I bought a bunch of songs. Um... But, okay, one thing I want to say, keyboard, pro keys is so hard. Oh, are you basically just playing a piano, or? I guess, I don't play piano, so, I don't know. It, it seems to be like that from what I've played. <laughs> but, um, like, because I'm going through the tutorials, and there's 17 tutorials alone for the piano, and within uh -huh. each one of those tutorials, there's at least five things to do. So that means you got 50 plus tutorials. It makes wow. sense. They're trying to teach you about, like, chords and hand positioning. Right, yeah. The hand position's crazy. It'll be like, hey, we want you to play this, but when you get to the third note, put your move your thong along underneath your hand so you can move your hand over. And it's like, what? Where's... No, that, that makes perfect sense, actually. No, it does, but it's just really hard, so... I, I guess I'm a little jaded because my cousin's a piano teacher, so... I'm, I kind of know about that. So you're going to but... be the whole, why don't you just play a real guitar? Why don't you just play a real piano? Like it kind of is though. So I don't. I have I have the keyboard as well for Rock Band Three. So oh, I didn't know you had that. I got it like two days ago. So oh, that's awesome. Do you, have you played it as a guitar yet or stuff? So? Uh, when I was at a friend's house, we were playing it like that. So guitar, guitar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I like it's it's easy to use it like a normal Rock Band controller because there's the, all the colored sections on it. Right, I haven't actually figured out what those are for, because when I tried to play, like, not pro keys, just keys, mm -hmm. it was basically, like, the five, like, most furthest left ones you could just play. You can just play it with one hand, and I think there's also, like, you can use the colored segments they have shown on the keyboard itself. And just I think hit, you have like, to take any within there? For that. Oh, okay. Hmm, I guess I'll have to try more. Have you, you know the touchpad? Mm-hmm. Have you figured out how to make that work? Um, you mean like the the weird synth noise maker, or like this? Yeah, it's like essentially the whammy bar, but it's a touchpad. I can't, I can't tell if I'm I think it, to be like I think you just slide or... your finger when it's on there. I can't remember the whole. So I just like move my finger back and forth a bunch or something. I think. Okay. I'll have to test it out more. I haven't played too much of it yet, so there'll definitely be more hands-on impressions next week. And that's all I've been playing. Okay. Nathan, take us away. Okay. Um, so the fight I was alluding to is um, the fight to stop the collectors from uh, stealing all the humans from the colonies. Halo the, Wars? Uh, Mass Effect 2. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm playing on Insanity, which uh, 
I'm pretty far. Like I'm, I just finished the last uh, loyalty mission. I'm doing the Shadow Broker right now just to finish that up before I go. And Did you finish it? Uh, no, no, I just started it, and then okay. I was like, oh man, this is actually kind of cool. I want to enjoy this, so I saved, and I will play that after we are done, or perhaps tomorrow. But yeah, Shadow Broker um, is pretty fun. Did you play the other DLC? I can't remember. Yeah, I played Overlord, and it was kind of cool. And uh, the Firewalker stuff was vehicle things, so that was kind of fun, except for the one where you have to fight a bunch of Geth Colossi, because those were just annoying, and there's no checkpoints in that entire thing. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, but you just, yeah, like it was really lame. You just end up kind of hiding behind stuff, and then boosting up, fire like three shots, and then hide again, and then boost up, and then hide again. It was, yeah, it was not really fun. But it was at least a bit of a change. Is that of pace, one I guess. ten bucks? Um. Well, it was part of that whole thing where it was. I know. I'm just wondering, like standard now. I think they're. I don't think they were ever ten bucks. I think they were like six fifty or seven or something weird. Like six hundred and forty okay. points. What would that be? Oh six yeah, bucks? I think you're right. Yeah. It, it was some weird price. Um. In general, though, I I, I did enjoy the DLC stuff. Um. That I've played so far, and Shadow Broker certainly kicked off okay, but I. I haven't really played much. Um, that game on Insane, though, like, it, on one hand, it makes the combat kind of, like, just more involved, which is kind of fun, but at the same time, like, periodically, it'll just reveal that the squad AI is incredibly terrible. Like, your guys will just do incredibly stupid things, and I was just flipping out, freaking out at the at my other characters like trying to direct them to do not incredibly stupid things. I kinda noticed that with Reach as well. Like your there, bros are kinda just useless. Yeah, like there was straight up points where I was like, okay, we we killed everybody here and we have to drive over there. Are you are you gonna get on the car? No, nope, you just wanna stand there? Okay, well <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go then and you you still okay, you're just staying. Alright. Okay. Like, I guess with Mass Effect, it would be kind of like that, but because of their tomfoolery, you are then dead pretty quickly. Like, it's just like, use your ability. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, now you're dead? Oh, okay. I don't have any metagel left. And then the giant thing floats over and shoots you with his laser eyes, and you die. Like, 30 times. Um, yeah, th that game beat Super Meat Boy for the cursing record in my house. So Really? Proud to announce that. I've said some terrible things in the past <laughs> week. It's been pretty bad. Um, but, you know, rewarding, because I'm past all that now. And we're on to the end. Although I'm not looking forward to the actual story missions, because I'll have to fight more collectors. And those things have the barriers, and then the... Uh, what, what is it called whenever the main guy takes over one of them, and he becomes all super powerful and crazy, and he has incredibly cheap attacks? Whatever. It, yeah... That game is pretty great, um, but don't, don't, like, if you want to have fun, just don't play it on Insane unless, I don't know, achievements. Ah. But, yeah, that that's happening. Are you going to go for every achievement? I'm, yeah, I'm almost there. I, okay. I got, like, the warp one and everything over the course of it. I've managed to get that working. Like, some of the descriptions on those are just really terrible. It's like... Use warp on barriers, and you're just like, okay, it's not working. And it's like, no, 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 you have to destroy the barrier with it, so you have to weaken their barrier to where it's like at 20%, and then use it, and then oh, it'll right, count. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, well, thanks for telling me that. But eventually I got that working. 
and I forget the other one, Overload or something. I got that one on this playthrough as well. I was already level 30. So, I yeah, after I beat Shadow Broker and do everything there, and because I'm playing it on Insanity, I'll get that achievement as well. Right. And then beating the game, and then I'll be then I'll be done. And then I can play it again on PS3. No, I don't know. I might. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, That's kind of all I was playing. I, was, I played, like, probably 25 hours of that or something. I played a lot of that game. And I, yeah... Uh, periodically, I was, like, during the Firewalker stuff, I was just listening to music during it, because just to relax and unwind a bit. But, uh, yeah. I think... Oh, yeah, during Overlord, there's some cool vehicle stuff. And then, uh, I guess over the course of the week, I bought two games I was kind of happy about. Like, Wolfenstein was $10, so I can finally play Raven's other game of late. Okay. So I'm pretty happy about that. And I bought Mirror's Edge for a dollar. A single dollar at Walmart. It was at Walmart? Yeah, they were just like, there was, there was a pile of games that they're just like, please take these. And a lot of them were like PS2, like rhythm games and garbage, but then I was like, Man, what? Mirror's Edge? I, alright. I, are you I gonna will go, give you Are you going to play that at all, or you just ha- wanted it? No, I already I already beat it, but I just, I how can you not buy that? So no, I, that's true, that's true. Oh, right, and uh, as part of that, I also bought NCAA March Madness 07. So the basketball games continue. Um, because as far as I can tell, the achievements aren't that bad. So it's another one of those. And it was a dollar. I mean, come on. Who doesn't have a dollar? Just buy <laughs> somewhere. Um, so that's, once I get through Mass Effect, I think Wolfenstein is next up, but, uh, whatever, that, that stuff might happen. Um, oh, wait, whoa. Ilo Milo. I bought that game. I noticed that this morning, and I was like, you played a ton of that. Yeah, I played a good amount of Ilo Milo. Um, that game gets hard. Like, it's, it's confusing. Where I are you? I stupid a couple times. Like, World 4 or something? Is that the paper one? I think so. Like, everything's yellow? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just got to that, and then I stopped. Though, Like, there's a lot of flipping like, upside area, down and weird stuff. What? About, about halfway through the water area, I just kind of went, I don't really want to collect every little guy. I just want to finish Yeah, yeah. Level. At some point, I was just like, I'm just going to try to get through the worlds and get those achievements, and then if I'm ever inclined, I'll go back and just... How awesome up. is that menu music achievement? That was pretty good. It took me a long time to get it right, but once yeah. now that I have, like, I can't unhear it now, so... It, I just do it periodically because it's fun. Um, now, there's one achievement you have that I don't, which I don't know how to get. I could po- I could look it up, or I could just ask you here, which is what I'm going to do. Okay, fine. Defeat um, a nabber the same time you... What is a nabber? A uh, nabber is... I, I. It was in the paper world. It was this weird thing that's kind of just hopping around. I think it's kind of just trying to separate you. Oh, I can't... No, no. Oh, right, no. It's uh, a cage. It's like a moving cage that has one of the little guys in it. You know, like... You know, in each level, there's, like, three little guys you're trying to yeah. find? And, like, a record and a photo? Yep. Um, A nabber will have one of those things prisoner, and the... Like, the only way to destroy it is to kind of corner it with both guys and then step on it. So what you do is you have one of them come up right behind it, and the other one like, one block away, and then it's between you two, and then you step on it the same time you reunite, and then you win and get okay, that achievement. Okay, I should do that then. I kind of did it by accident. But, yeah, it was... Yeah, I did that. Um, 
Yeah, it's got great music. Is really it good looking game. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite, like, adorable moment was probably the description of, like, the story setup for Chapter 2, where they're, like, so sad that they can't hang out anymore, and they just start crying, and they cry so much that there's a lake, and they fall <laughs> in it. And it's just like, what? That's so, like, oh, man. And there's just these photos of these little, like, plush dudes, like, hanging out at their tea party. But they're all sad, and they start crying. <laughs> it was, somehow, it got me, like, in a weird way. So I thought it was kind of cool. Kinda cool. Um, how, how, how do you like the loading screens? Uh, they have, like, weird little things on them. I think I got a lot of repeats, though, on, like, what it was saying. But uh, Right, yeah, there's only a set number, but I just, like, because they're just, like, nonsensical little whimsical thing yeah they say yeah uh no i like it it's it's a good 10 buck thing uh did i forget did you play rascals or no i just didn't. also thinking about that one like is it good i haven't played it oh you haven't i, I think i'll just get the demo oh the, right i briefly i also downloaded the demo for n plus and i don't like it it's got weird floaty controls and I don't know. I was kind of hoping for Meat Boy, but with ninjas, and it's it's not as well. Precise. It was like the original Meat Boy. Well, yeah, it was one of the earlier Massacre things. So, like, I get it. I just don't like how it handles. So I don't think I'll buy that. Also, it's like thirteen megs. Like, that's a small game. I don't know why. Well, you saw like the art design in it. Yeah, I know. It's super plain looking. Like maybe they should put more music in it or something. I I don't know. It just that seemed weird to me. Like ten bucks for thirteen megs. Forget it. Take my money elsewhere. But anyway. Oh yeah, then I bought a bunch of points because I was going to buy some EA stuff because they had a sale going on, and then I just didn't end up buying anything. Wasn't it was everything all... just like Dragon Age stuff? Yeah, it was all Dragon Age stuff, and I read all the stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm planning to play some Dragon Age pretty soon, so maybe this will be cool. And then it's like all separate stories. Like, it's like, this doesn't tie into the main game at all, you play as a separate protagonist. And I was like, oh, well then I don't care at all. I don't want to play as some, like, other person that I've never, like, just whatever. I don't care. Oh, um, final thoughts. Can I mention briefly my experiences with the Mass Effect novel? Well, it's too late now. Oh, I can't. I've ran out of time. Or you're no, I meant like mentioned it. It's too late to ask. You already mentioned it. (laughs) You're right. That was all right. Um, last week I kind of wish though. I've decided I'm gonna buy it. I really want to read it. Okay. Um, good because my experiences so far have been actually really solid, and I was wrong. It totally ties into some of the characters, though it takes place kind of earlier. Like it's about Keith David's character, Captain Anderson. Yeah, I hear. uh, I hear the first one takes place before Mass Effect One. Yeah, it actually sets up Saren really well, like the main villain in that game. So would it be good to play it right before I play Mass Effect 1, then? It would be good to read it going into Mass Effect 1, actually. That would be a good Okay, that's what I'm planning to do, because I I have a copy I'm going to get off a friend in a bit soon. Yeah, like, playing through Mass Effect 2, I'm actually contemplating another Mass Effect 1 playthrough. It's getting getting like that. Like, I'll just double-check which achievements I don't have. But yeah, no, it sets up Saren really well, which is something, like, the the game kind of just kind of mentions, like, oh, he's this specter, he used to be really cool. This kind of goes into those days when he was working as a specter, though he's all still really Which Which one is the first one? Because from what I was looking online, they didn't have numbers on the cover. Oh, I forget. I think it's called Revelation. What What's on the cover? Is it the... Uh, it's, uh, it's Saren. It's a uh, Turian. Like, it'll look kind of like Garrus, but... Not. Okay. Yeah. Um. I I I have the other one on the way. Uh, Ascension. I think it's about. Where did you the, uh, did you find biotic. it at like Chapters or Indigo? Uh, this is uh, the local library, which I heartily endorse. They have books, and you can borrow them, and then you can return them. Oh, I'm just gonna buy it. 
that's cool too. I'm, I might end up doing that, but I just wanted to give it a try before I. And any um all in. any uh, desire to pick up like the comics? There's like three. Or I something, right? think I will now. They they released a trade, and I yeah. almost bought it once, and I might as well just do that at this point because yeah, I'm pretty invested in all, the whole thing again. Um, okay, cool. But yeah, Captain Anderson. They 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 explain some stuff with like just humanity's role, and th- there's some good backstory stuff and just an explanation of the universe, and then a couple good character setup stuff. So I've quite enjoyed it so far. I'm nearing the end. Um, but that's probably all the game-related stuff, I think, for real this time. So, yeah. John. Alright, um, I think I got, like, two weeks to make up for, because I missed last week's. Which is good, because I think I only played, like, three games again. I've well, been, like, playing very few games for some reason. I don't know what it is. Um, and they're all stuff you guys probably have never heard of, like Polarium Advance, for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, I haven't heard that. No, I don't. Like, no. Did you ever hear of I'm Polarium sorry. for the DS? Was that like a that, launch game? That sounds familiar. Like, I think I can picture the box art. Uh, it wasn't a launch game. I think it was like a year or two after the DS came out. Like, the light wasn't out when uh, Polarium on the DS came out. Oh, okay. Basically, it's a puzzle game where you have a grid of black and white squares, and you have to find how to turn, uh, make each horizontal line all black or all white. In one move. Uh, so like, okay, it sounds Having simple, but later on they get like it. super crazy puzzles where they block off like certain lanes and the patterns get a little ridiculous. Oh, okay, yeah, because that really does sound easy. Because it's like, well, if you just look at it long enough, you'd be okay. That sounds cool, though. I like puzzle games. Yeah, like uh, the uh, the official one or the the DS one was released by Nintendo, and but for some okay. reason there's a Game Boy Advance edition which I didn't know about till like last week, and it's made by Atlas, so, or published by Atlas, so I, I started playing that. It's pretty good. It's got uh, 365 puzzles, oh, so weird. one for came each out day. after the DS game. One for <laughs> each day? Alright, is that what you've been doing, one a day? Uh, no, I've been doing, like, ten in a sitting, basically. Okay. Because yeah. eventually I'll forget to do one a day, plus the starting ones are way too easy to do one a day, because it's like, okay, I did like, a straight well, line done. down. I'll just set this down. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be kind of uh, other than that, I played Mother 3. Alright. Okay. I've heard very I've good heard things of this about one. this game. Okay. Uh, yeah, so basically it's the sequel to Earthbound on the Super Nintendo, which was Mother 2. Uh, because Mother 1 we didn't get in North America, which was going to be called Earthbound originally, but we call it Earthbound 0 now. Nerdy, nerdy, nerd stuff. Uh, oh, you mean that? that guy from Smash Bros.? Yeah, that guy from Smash Bros. Lucas. Yep. Lucas and is, Ness. Yeah, and Ness. Well, Ness is from the Super Nintendo Earthbound, and, and Lucas is from Mother 3, which we, once again, didn't get over here. It's a Game Boy Advance game again. Uh, some guys did a an English translation of it, because Nintendo has pretty much stated they're not bringing it over here. Why are they doing why. that? Like, they've brought weirder stuff over here. Like, I know, Glory that's of the Heracles. Thing. I, um, like, no one cares about that. It might be because of, like, the pop culture references and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it that, like, they had to change a bunch of stuff in the Super Nintendo Earthbound because they had a lot of, like, semi-copywritten stuff or, like, plays off, like, the Beatles songs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, so, you know, we don't know the Beatles. Yeah. yeah, but they might just be hard to license. I I don't know. Yeah, they'd have the to, like, redo the licensing. So, like, I don't I don't know what it is. They uh, There's a couple different reasons I've heard, but 
as it stands, we're apparently not getting it, so I've just been playing the fan translation, and it's pretty good. Mm. It's a really good RPG. Uh, I'm not too far in it, though. I think I'm only in Chapter 2 right now, and I think there's like 10 chapters or more. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I do like the setup of it. Like, it's it's contemporary, aliens, kind of weird stuff. Well, know, it, it depends. Cool. The second one was aliens. I think that this one's uh, about nature versus machines. Oh, okay. But it's still, like, very contemporary and setting, right? Oh, yeah, like, it's... Small it's, town in Japan. I guess you could say current day. That's, that's great. That's my favorite day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my, that's my... That's the best age to set a game, I've decided. Coming from the guy who just played 25 hours of Mass Effect 2? Or the future. But don't go in the past. It's boring. Says the guy who Basically, don't do med- Red Dead Redemption? <sighs> medieval. Medieval. I'm done with them. You're planning on going back to play Dragon Age? I know, but I've found it hard so far <laughs> because it's Dragon Age. Medieval. But it's fictional medieval. I don't know. I just saying Persona 4 is great, and this sounds like that. That's all I'm <laughs> trying to say. So. Uh, you don't shoot yourself in the head or put on crazy glasses, but I mean, it is oh, kind of well. a weird game. Like, I fought like moose, uh, crazy bats, and I'm trying to think of what Oh else. man, crazy bats moose. are the worst enemies. They are. Yeah, they, even have, they even have like a, a take on like the old 60s Batman theme when you fight them. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. But once again, that definitely wouldn't play in America. <laughs> no, we I know. I really reference. don't know why. I supposedly it's because it, it was a late Game Boy Advance game, and like the DS was already out when they released it, so I guess they thought it wouldn't sell well or something stupid like that. Hmm. Maybe we'll get it on the 3DS Virtual Console if they do Game. Probably Boy not. Games. They're already bringing Kid Icarus. That's probably their big. Yeah. See, we like our fans. They go Kid Icarus. No, well, I mean, like, they might do it as, like, a virtual console-type release, but then again, that's oh, a Oh, like a DSiWare thing. That would be... Yeah. that's a, That would be really nice of them, if they did that. I don't know. With the current line of DSiWare games, I don't see them getting good. Yeah. 3DS? Yeah. Right. Because, like, well, what's going to stop what stops them from bringing out, like, My Notebook 3D? Oh, nothing's going to stop them from doing that. And I mean, Although, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a bit when we talk up about the 3DS. Okay. But yeah, so like, what, what was the third game then? Uh, the third game is Dead to Rights Retribution. Oh, that's the latest one, right? Yeah, that's the one that came out uh, like April last year, I think. Yeah. Okay. Playing as the so, dog. Yeah, the dog and, and Jack Slate. That happens. Uh, it's I played a the first one. Hilariously violent game. Kind of gleefully so. Didn't you just come off of Splatterhouse? Oh yeah, I totally was playing Splatterhouse as well, like a couple weeks back. So is violence. this more violent than Splatterhouse? Um, well, while Splatterhouse is all about, like, ripping arms off and, like, stupid amounts of blood everywhere, this is more about, like, that that's hand-to-hand, and this is, you know, guns and a dog that likes to rip the testicles off of enemies. Yeah, he does. Uh. There, there's even an achievement <laughs> for that, which I find so funny. Yeah. just I played briefly the demo at, like, PAX 09 or whatever, and, yeah, just that was the first thing I saw of that game. Dog just runs up and that happens. The, the dog is like unhumanly large too. He's like a freaking bear practically. Do you, you and you have direct control of him, obviously. Like what uh, is Jack at, doing at certain points, that? like when you're playing, there's certain points where you play just as Shadow, and oh, these okay. are supposed to be stealth sections hmm. where you sneak around as the dog and just like kill them, kill enemies. Stealth dog. Stealth dog. Okay. And like the dog is like a like a huge husky too, so I mean, it's really hard being a stealth dog when you're husky. Now, yeah, they but kind of... were... sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's it would be a totally different line of questioning. So sorry. 
I was just going to say, but if you were like a smaller dog, Stealth Chihuahua wouldn't be able to do much. He could go for the testicle jump. Testicle bite, you never know. Okay. Although, like, uh, Shadow, which is the name of the dog, he can he can drag enemies around. Like, he hides, you have to hide bodies so people don't find them. <laughs> As a dog? That's yeah, it's weird. like playing Splinter Cell. <laughs> okay. Okay, I want Sam Fisher to get a stealth dog, and they're like a team. I'm just... That would yeah, be okay. good, actually. That would be the co-op. Someone plays the dog. <laughs> Someone plays the dog. <laughs> did, did they kind of... Is this like a reboot, though, is my understanding? Yeah, this like... this is a reboot of the Dead to Rights franchise, which, you know, had three games. Uh, okay. Including the PSP one? Uh... Yeah, that's including the PSP one. Okay, yeah. I never played Dead to Rights 2. I thought the first one was okay. You're just kind of jumping at dudes and shooting them. If, if memory serves me, the... Uh, it went Dead to Rights, and then Dead to Rights 2, which took place before that, and then the oh, PSP okay. 1, which took place before that. <laughs> it's just a bunch of prequels. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. If you play the first Dead to Rights, I think, like, your character kills, like, the entire city. <laughs> I don't think there's don't... anyone left living in Grant City. I don't remember. I I can't remember much about that game. But The only, th- the only thing, like, people remember out of the first Dead to Rights is the really weird stripper minigame. Are are you making her dance? Yeah, it's like really bad DDR. Right. No. Yeah, I do. I vaguely remember that too. Hmm. And jumping through some mines or something. Yeah, and lots of like diving and bullet time. Yeah, but kind of just bad lock-on bullet time. I I don't know. So are you liking not... it? Uh, kind of. Like it. It's got points where it's just like wow. Like, like it's hilariously gory sometimes. Like. Uh, one of the disarms, uh, you shoot a guy, you take his gun, and then you punch him a bit. Then you can go for the execution, where you shoot him in both kneecaps. He gets on his knees, begging for his life. You take the rifle in your hand, you knock him up in midair, swinging it, and then you <laughs> jump backwards and fire about 12 rounds into his body while he's still in midair. Why would, wait, why do you jump backwards? Why would you need to Be- do that? Because you can. Okay, yeah. alright. I just love that he, like you hit him in the chin and he just flies up in the air. That doesn't know. What's what's one of the other ones? Like he like kicks him in the knees, kicks him in the nuts, and then kicks him in the head. Are I there any ones where man. like the dog comes in halfway through this execution to help out? No, like double team a guy. Yeah. No, no. The dog basically either goes straight for the jugular, straight for the crotch, or like grabs the hand and holds him in place so you can do stuff. Like I'm I'm picturing like the guy's like hitting him or something, and all of a sudden like it. The camera goes from, like, the guy getting beat up's perspective, and the dog, like, jumps over your character's head and then attacks him or something. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet, but unfortunately they never do that. Uh, okay. I don't... Yeah, I don't know if that game did well enough for this to continue, but... Probably not. It, it's. I think it's kind of in the same vein as Splatterhouse. It's kind of in, like, Namco's, like, cheap edition, or budget edition, I guess you could say. Yeah, I've heard okay things about both of them, though. I might end up playing. Them. Like, I'm having some fun with. Them. I'm playing it on the hardest difficulty, and there's certain points where like you just get decimated, but and there's certain points where it's just stupid easy. Hmm. Is I think it's any good. Uh, pretty easy. You can get them in about if you're playing really well, you can get it all in one playthrough. If okay. not, uh, you can get it in two because there's like okay. chapter select after you beat the game. Is there collectibles? Cool. Yes. Yeah, it seems like a game where there would be collectibles in. And it kind of annoys me. I've been using a guide to find the collectibles because I really don't want to search around for them. Uh, there's five gigantic police badges hidden in each stage, and there's ten stages. Yeah. If they're gigantic, they can't be that hard to find. 
Well, they're gigantic and they glow, but I mean, they're like usually out of the way. And well, they're probably gigantic for a police badge, but still <laughs> kind of out of the way. And like, I'm assuming the size of like a pizza and just kind of floating. Uh, not floating. Well, they're on the ground. They're on random objects, like they're on the ground oh, on a okay. desk. It's a little behind a bag of coke, and stuff like that. Your okay. dog's wearing one. I don't know. That'd be a little too easy. <laughs> I never thought to look under my dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so before we go into news, John, tell us about Magfest. Okay. Yes, I have a quick question first. Yep, it's it stands for Magazine Festival, right? Clearly, it's it's all about you know Vogue and Time and stuff like that. Those Those are are oh wow, like actually. not even Nintendo Power or like it's <laughs> not even game ones. <laughs> House like Home Living or whatever. Exactly, Reader's Digest. That's a solid uh, uh, Mag or Magfest stands for Music and Game Festival. Uh, okay. Okay, Good. so we were close. It's like no. the same thing. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I did hear like since then that it had a music focus, and I was like, "Well, put that in the name." But I guess they did. So. Yeah, it, it's the first letter. Um, it's not they, a massive action game festival. It, it's all just that PS3 game. Why didn't we think it's... of that one? I don't know. Slow on the draw. But okay. <laughs> they um, had about so... uh, eighteen bands, I think, play. Okay. That had Have a you lot. heard of any of them prior? Or? Hmm? Oh, I've heard of a bunch of them. They're, they're, it's all like video game music bands. Okay. So uh, there was the Proto Men, there was the Mini Bosses, okay. One Ups, Power Glove. Mm-hmm. Um, Bit- Monoguchi? Uh, no, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, they have played there before, though. I uh, assume so, yeah. They're pretty big. Yeah, Bit Brigade. I'm trying to think of what else. Like, I'm going to miss a bunch of big name bands, but like, I only caught a couple of them. Oh, okay. Like and I, it's kind of it's on anymore. at all times, right? Like it's it's in a hotel and it's all the time or something. I've Pretty heard. much, yeah. Like uh, events go till about uh, two or three a.m. and the game room is twenty four hours. And there's a giant section full of arcade machines you can play on. And then there's the actual game room. Man, that sounds kind of cool. It, it was actually a really fun convention. I'm definitely going again next year. Okay. Like, they had a like, vendor section set up. I bought, like, 35 games, and I bought a Sega Saturn. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I, kinda, I went a little overboard. Better than PAX? Uh, vendor-wise, yeah. Like, because there's not really that much at PAX you could buy, I guess you could say. There was, like, two or three game retailers and some clothing guys. Hmm. But, um... Convention size, definitely not, because uh, MAGFest caps out at 3,000 people. Yeah. Like, like they, that's their max for passes. Like, this is the first year they sold out, is my understanding, too. Like, they're looking for a bigger venue next year. I, I believe so. Like, they hit they hit close to 3,000 last year, and they, they hit their limit, like, a couple days before the convention started this year. Okay. So, it's, yeah. It sounds kind of appealing, because, like, I remember my first packs, like, some of my favorite stuff happened like, late in the day when things were slowing down, and you could just go and hang out places. Yeah, like... And it sounds like that, but, like, all the time. Pretty much, yeah. Like like I said, Game Room's 24 hours, and I don't think the one at PAX is. I think that one shuts down. No, they kick you out at, like, 3 or something. Yeah, sounds right. Um, There was a lot of, like, a lot of internet guys were there. Like, all of that guy with the glasses was there, pretty much. Um, like the guys who do all those video game fan movies were there, X-Strike Productions and a couple other groups. Uh, the, the Angry Video Game Nerd was there. Oh, okay. Uh, so was the Happy Video Game Nerd. 
I didn't know there was a happy his variety. Work. Yeah, but, okay. he, uh, he plays good games. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as opposed to terrible ones. Um, like, chill and relaxed is kind of the oh, other terms yeah. I've been hearing. There was, really there was a couple good. things that sucked about it. One thing that primarily sucked was the elevator parties. Uh, explain elevator party. Okay, so the hotel we were at, the mm-hmm. Hilton Alexandria Mark Center, I think is the name of it. It had four four elevators. I got okay. in Thursday, and like one of them had already broken. Okay. And, yeah, and so we had, and another one broke later. So there was only two elevators during the entire convention, and it's about a thirty floor building. Oh man. Okay. So uh, at so three thousand num- at numerous years. points during the weekend. There were people who would host elevator parties. So they would take a boombox that would crank some random music, take the elevator up to a random floor, and then just, like, keep the door open and just have a random, like, rave. <laughs> this sounds awesome. It, it is, except, except for, for getting around. It's but... the hotel's elevator, so people can't had to take the stairs to keep getting up to their rooms. Uh-huh. Which, it wasn't bad for us, because we were on the sixth floor, so you know, six flights of stairs, but there was people who had to take the stairs from, like, the 20-something floor. Oh, okay. That's true. Elevator parties don't stop. Mm. Yeah, like, and people would, like, just ride in the elevator cranking music and just going, Elevator party! Elevator party! Just over and over. Well, wait, can't you get in the party and then get off when it's appropriate? <laughs> you can, but traditionally people, like, get in the hey, elevator and you understand. No one leaves elevator party. Oh. <laughs> You're not so the, like, the, the elevator, elevator party doesn't stop capacity. when the elevator oh, stops. Okay. But to be, like, the whole hotel is convention people, though, right? So no one's no. really inconvenienced. Oh, okay. That's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, we have a large, they had a large block of rooms, I believe, but not okay. the entire hotel. There were some just random people staying there. Those poor people. They must have people. had, like, the worst weekend. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> like, uh, the, the main, the, like, the ballroom and, like, the bottom floor of the hotel was all magfest, and part of the top, or the main lobby was Magfest as well, but that was pretty much it. Like, we had I don't know how many different floors of rooms booked, like, under Magfest, but there were still a couple floors where it was just random people. Oh, man. Yeah, that, okay. That would be pretty bad if you're just there on some vacation or something, or on business. Yeah, like, half, like half the time you could not get an elevator. We People were waiting for, like, a half hour for elevators. Okay. That's, that's a bit of a bummer. And more often than not, they were full, so... Despite despite how awesome that kind of sounds, like as a spectacle, I'm sure see. Elevator Party was great if you were part of it. But I mean, as a just a random congoer, it really sucked. <laughs> okay. Huh. Was and there were some panels too, or uh, yeah, like a bunch of the internet guys, like uh, that guy with the glasses, doing the experiment. Uh, John St. John, the voice of Duke Nukem, uh, ah, did a couple okay. panels as well. Did you attend any of these, or um, they were all when I was busy with other stuff, so I missed it. I did get to talk talk to him though. I caught him at uh, one of the concerts I was at. Oh, okay. so I struck up a conversation with him. He seems like a really nice guy. Uh, cool. I had brought some stuff to get him to sign, but I didn't have it at the concert because you weren't allowed to bring bags with you. Oh. So that's he's like, "Catch me tomorrow, and I'll get you, I'll sign it for you." But I missed him. So. Uh, what did you want him to sign? I had a bunch of Duke Nukem games to sign. Okay. I I tried to find my copy of Sonic Adventure to get him to sign that, but I couldn't find it. Is he part of that? Uh, he's Big the Cat. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Huh. Well, sounds re- and that's Virginia, like just outside. Yeah, Alexander, Virginia. It's just out of D- Washington D.C. Did you road trip there or fly out? I f- I'm not driving that. That's like a three day drive, man. 
I think how exciting that would be with the right group. I would people. probably kill someone. You're right. Okay, fine. Airplanes are fun, and the future. You, I, I, I had some airplane issues, too, on the way back, actually. Oh, right, like you were TSA? somewhere? Uh, no, actually. No issues with the TSA at all. Oh. Okay. Is that what they told you to say? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but just what like... What for me? <laughs> just getting rerouted weird places, or what? Uh, kind of. What happened? Like, my flight out of D.C., about an hour in, um, we had a passenger... Uh, who blacked out and passed out in the, during the flight. So they had to get a doctor on the plane. So they just threw him off the plane. <laughs> no. <laughs> Understanding that's what happens. No, but isn't there usually a doctor on the plane? They just yell that, and then someone stands up. And... Yeah, actually, that is what happened. The, the stewardess yelled, is there, is, someone a, is there a doctor on this plane? And then a lady stood up. And, and of like, course, yeah. you said, I'm a doctor. And he had I was half asleep on. while this was happening. So, like, the funny thing was the person that happened to it was in, like, the opposite row of me. Uh, so I was in like 8F, and the person who passed that was in 8A. Oh, so wow. So you wouldn't even help him? Where'd he go? Hmm? What did, what? <laughs> what did you say? No, he, he like, questioned your not helping him. Like, come like, on. Like, I, when I woke up, she had already passed out, and, like, uh, she was a member of the U.S. Army, so, like, her, oh. her sergeant was there holding her, so. Oh, okay. So that. What did that do to the flight, though? Did they have to pull over somewhere, kind of, or what happened? Yeah, uh, they had to make a pit stop. Man, okay. They stopped at I a didn't... gas station. No, no. I've seen like, <laughs> all right, we're emergency slippies. landing in like. Who knows? We, they made it. We made an emergency landing in Pittsburgh. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, cause my flight was supposed to go to Kansas City. Then I got on a new flight that went to Chicago, and then the last flight got me back home. Hmm. But instead, we had to land at Pittsburgh, and we stayed there for about an hour and a half. So what was we, it yeah, like we in the pit? A... Was it cool or? Hmm. In Pittsburgh. It was a nice uh, place, the the view from my airplane looked okay. <laughs> Great. You couldn't get off the airplane. <laughs> just like I don't know, just all that east kind of stuff. I haven't. So seen I'm to most believe of it, the entire so place exciting. is green. <laughs> yeah. Just, just I mean, they, got a, they seem to have a lot of airplanes there, so I'm assuming it's a pretty plane-heavy town. Cool. cool. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I won't have one mode of transit. <laughs> Everyone has a plane there. They're all labeled. They have a lot of, like, uh, United and Air Canada planes for some reason. All right, all right, fine. Sorry. I would throw so, the question. Yeah, so it took, it took us about an hour and a half later than we were supposed to get in Kansas than we did. And my flight connected an hour after we were normally supposed to land, so I missed my flight by well over half an hour. Oh, okay. So, uh, thankfully, I managed to get transferred to a new flight because it was an emergency landing and we couldn't help it. So, it was free of charge, thankfully. That's but I, good. I was kind of scared, though. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm not going to get trapped in the States, am I? Because hmm. I wasn't sure if I had enough money to get back home if I had to buy a new set of flights. We could buy some Mountain Dew throwback. I didn't see any in the, uh, the airport. I did see a tornado shelter, though. Oh, okay. I just meant did a you, tornado. Did you just hang out in there? No, I did not. Okay. I did take a picture of the tornado shelter sign, though. Okay, good. Good stuff. I think so it was Magfest parking. heartily endorsed, then. Oh yeah, like I I love Magfest. I'm definitely going back next year. So it's not like the focus isn't exactly like new games at all. It's just kind of hanging out. No, no, it's it's not like packs at all. It's not like they don't have developers set up with games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there what you know the guys who do all those uh eight bit remakes of games, like the guy who made like DJ Hero, eight bit DJ Hero, and eight bit Left for Dead and stuff like that. He was there. Oh, okay. He was showing off off his uh, eight bit Halo. Okay. So, so it's kind of like the unofficial developers hangout. Uh, some indie devs kind of show up, but not too much. Okay. 
It's more about celebrating, like, video games in general. And there's tournaments and, and things? Like, what was this music contest or guess? Oh, yeah, I went, to a, I went to a panel called Name That Tune, where they just played video game music, and you had to figure out what game it was from. Ah, okay. And you, you got robbed, apparently, or...? Oh, yeah, okay. So, uh, they had a rule in the, in the panel. That's it. It's called the Brawl Rule. If a song has been featured in multiple games, you have to list the original game it's from. Okay. So I'm up on stage with two other guys, and uh, it, the topic is Sonic music. Mm-hmm. So uh, they play the uh, the Angel Island theme from Sonic 3 that was featured in Brawl. So I buzz in, I'm like, Sonic 3. They're like, no. The next guy goes, Sonic and Knuckles. Like, no. The third guy's like, dude, that's that's Sonic 3. And there's like, no. So I look at the guy and he's like, wait, did you want us to say Brawl? And he's like, yes. It's like, but it's from Sonic 3. And I'm like, nope, doesn't matter. So, but then you got it right still, because you said it right, or? No, well, they only get one chance, so. Wait, why, why is Brawl right? Like, what was their justification for it, that? It was the, it was a remix of the song done for Brawl, so it was a completely new version of the song. Oh. That is kind of weird. That was pretty dumb. Like, I lost by one point. Like, yeah, if you play, like, the DK rap or something, it's from Donkey Kong 64, whether or not it's the... Well, the thing, yeah, well, they didn't really change the DK rap for, like, Melee. Well, it's just different singers and whatnot, but, yeah. I I don't know, just an example. I I thought it was was pretty dumb, I like... So, wait, it's like you answer and then you're eliminated, or... Well, if you answer it wrong, you're out for that turn, like, out for that song. You can only... It's like Jeopardy, you only guess once. Right. Um, uh, so, but that was the question you were eliminated on, or no? That was the that was the one that cost me a tie. Um, oh, okay. Like, uh, I choked on one question. I couldn't recognize Sonic Rush music. Ah. Uh. Which is weird because I like that soundtrack, and it's because it's the same DJ that did Jet Set Radio Future. Oh. Okay. So I was pretty pissed at myself when I couldn't think of it. Hmm. But like, there was a come up. There was other stuff like. Uh, I I guess Mario Galaxy two when the song was from Mario Galaxy one. Uh, I would not have been able to differentiate these. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was pretty. Some of the questions were pretty harsh. Hmm. Uh, I was. They did uh, do the Life Is Beautiful from, De- from Deadly Premonition. No, oh, oh, nice. Okay. That okay. was in there. So did Good you stuff. get? Did you win that one? No, I I wasn't up at that time. Oh, okay. If I had made it to the next round, I would have though. But, like, they had, right. like, some of the questions I answered were, like, House of the Dead, Overkill. Uh, Zack and Wiki was in there. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Right. Like, I have that game, but I don't remember the music. But, okay. I don't know. Like, the, like I said, the whole convention was really fun. Definitely going next year. They had, like, a bunch of good arcade machines there, and some, like, I've never heard of. Like, the Sonic fighting game was there. What? I did not know there was a Sonic fighting game. Yeah, it's called like Sonic Championship or Sonic the Fighters. <laughs> Clever. Uh, they had this. They had a six-player X-Men arcade machine there. Okay. All right. You did you play the the Xbox Live version after? No, I just watched the coverage of it on Giant Bomb. But okay. I well, I well you know that Yell Colossus does right. Uh, I I think they might have done that in the game or in the quick look. I don't remember. Like, what is he, it? like? What Colossus explodes and goes like whoa, or just like really guttural sound like that. That okay. was the that was the cry the battle cry of the entire convention. Like every few minutes you would hear someone go oh and then everyone else would join in as well. <laughs> Alright. So you'd Just be like you'd 
you'd be like sitting waiting for an elevator and suddenly you hear someone in the elevator go, Ugh! That's pretty great. Or you'd be out in the vendor's hall doing it and then someone else would just cry it out. Good stuff. And like, Colossus was the clear favorite. I played the arcade machine at one point and it was on free play and Colossus had like 4,000 more points than everyone else. Like, that was the only character people played as. Sorry, I'm just okay. Yeah, they also had like I've never bat- played it. Yeah, they had like the Battletoads arcade machine there. They had that's pretty funny. Uh, Primal Fear or Primal Rage. I think so. They had all those like Nintendo arcade machines, like Donkey Duck Kong, Kong Popeye, and Super Mario World. Oh, Popeye! I haven't played that in years. They had like Play Choice tens that loaded with all these Nintendo games, and like it was really cool. Like these were all. Arcade machines donated by con-goers. And they were just there, free play, just in the corner. Like, yeah, it was great. Not like bad a, weights on them, like enough variety of stuff? Or definitely enough variety. They had, was, uh, if I had to guess, they probably had about 40 to 50 arcade machines there. That's pretty awesome. Oh, okay. And they, they covered like a bunch of basics too, like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and like I said, all the Nintendo stuff, and then they had Galaga, Donkey Kong... Uh, Rampage, a bunch of pinball machines, Pac-Man, Galaga, and so on and so on. Hmm. Sorry, I'm okay. okay. Well, sounds good. good. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, how right. much is it? I guess final question to get into um, the thing. I pre I pre so it was it was forty bucks for a pass. Wow, that's all right. And, and then obviously you need to get a hotel room and yeah. fly there and stuff like that. Okay. If you live in the area, you should go. Yeah, if you li- I, I met a bunch of people that I know in the area, which was pretty cool. So I got to meet a couple friends. Mm. Sounds like fun. Anyway. That was pretty sweet. Like, now my next con I have to worry about is in March. I'm going to PAX East, so. Oh, wow. Wondering how that differs. Alright, either way, enough of me talking about cons. Let's move on to the news. Oh, okay. Alright. Alright, so what do you guys want to lead off with? I think we should lead off I have a good story. one we should lead off with. Okay, alright. So Kotaku, they ran this one story this week. Oh, fuck I think, guys. I think John will like this. I'm oh, not sure if Nathan guys. saw this. They were wondering what? if Superman 64 <sighs> was the worst game ever. <laughs> oh, um, oh, man. So, 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 guess, so they were referencing someone we all know very dearly. <laughs> Who good. was that, Sean? It was John. <laughs> I don't know. I just when I saw that, I thought it was pretty cool that John was on Kotaku. I also read that story. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Sorry I, I, a bunch up. of my friends on Facebook were just like, "Yeah, man, I can't believe I saw you on Kotaku." Like, so wait, I, you, I, I was in midair like Titus, when or? you sent me that text. So I was just like, "What?" I couldn't check it for like five hours. <laughs> were you interviewing someone from Titus or something? Was yeah, I, I interviewed uh, Eric Hahn. He was. Uh, one of the co-creators of Titus, and he was the producer on Superman 64. And he was there? Or no, was no, I, I, I interviewed him over did. email, and uh, I put it in the fourth episode of Superman oh, 64. Oh, okay, okay. So they just happened to catch wind of it during that whole thing. Yeah, so which I thought was pretty cool that it got posted on there. I just, it surprised me. It, it was funny, too, because like it got I was like, it must have been a really slow news day, and then like the next day, all this 3DS news leaked, and then like the story was covered up. Okay. But it happened, so... It happened. And now, there like, two go. of my videos say, as seen on Kotaku.com, so... <laughs> but anyways, the actual news... <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Thanks for that, Sean. Yes, one. All right. Uh, I think the big story here is clearly the fact that Duke Nukem Forever finally has a release date. Okay. And that is May third. Okay. So it's it's pretty close actually, like four months away. Isn't Infamous Two also in May? There's a lot of stuff in like April and March as well. It's it's gonna be big again. Like early six months is gonna have some good stuff. It's, It's a nice trend. I'm glad it continues. Um, I'm, I was yeah. wondering though, like, I mean, Bulletstorm is coming out in February, and isn't that kind of hitting the same, like, curse-heavy, ridiculous, violent, first-person shooter kind of thing? I mean, Duke obviously has this great legacy. Yeah. But, but yeah, I Bulletstorm don't know, Painkiller was pretty going fun. for a similar audience. Yeah, of just, Bulletstorm, like... Yeah, Bulletstorm kind of seems, like, way more ridiculous, because you're, like, kicking guys, like, three stories in the air. Yeah, and getting weird combos and stuff. Like, I, I gotta say, the marketing for that game is kind of terrible, but the game itself looks kind of cool, so I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if you saw the trailer of two people just kind of yelling things about it. But it's, I, I didn't, I've seen, like, ones bad. of, like, Cliffy B. Or Cliffy I B haven't seen the Cliffy B ones. I've heard they're kind of funny. Like, it's just him kind of talking, like, ruminating about games. It, he's just then... him saying weird things. Uh, one was like, uh, my grandfather told me you can do anything you put your mind to. I made a game about, like, shooting a gun up a guy's butt. Thanks, Grandpa. But he like, didn't really make that game. I know, that's the weird like, thing. Like, it's People Can yeah, Fly like people as co-produced fly, yeah. by Epic. Well, like, Cliff Blazinski is basically the face of Epic Games. Yeah, right. it but sounds like kind of the same are, thing. People Can Fly. Yeah. It's like the same thing they did with Castlevania, where it's like, Hideo Kojima presents, and it's like, well, he didn't do anything for it, but yeah. He, he just kind of hung out. Yeah. He might have phoned us a couple times and gave us some ideas. He just came by the office, but he was on his iPhone the whole time. He's just like, more werewolves? I don't know. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) You guys have vampires, right? Okay. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Uh, Duke Nukem, May 3rd. Uh, Again, I'll probably end up playing it, but I I can't say I'm super pumped. Day one purchase. Day one purchase. (laughs) Alright, fair enough. Alright, other big news. For some unknown reason... Okay. Final Fantasy Thirteen is getting a sequel. Yeah, I couldn't. I like when I read that, I was like, "Oh, so Versus is coming out?" But nope, it's not Versus. No, there's another one. Sean, how do you feel about this? Is the only person who kind of liked that game amongst us? I think that's fair to say. I'm pretty kind of uninterested in it. I don't know. Ten two, I really didn't like. So I yeah. never played Th- Thir- Final Fantasy Thirteen two is the name of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Just and it's X, got, like, feather I, I, I. swords or something? Yeah like, yeah, like, lightning's still in it, so... I don't know. I, there was some good parts to 13, so if they can fix it without making it another, like, J-pop trick commercial... Or, like, um, a chord that might crawl. be good. Yeah. What, you mean you didn't like my hands? No, I mean, like, Tentu was all just, like, hey, we're pop singers. Oh, right. That sounds kind of fun and ridiculous, though. Like, I, I might end up eventually going back and playing that game. I don't know. I have a PS2 hooked okay. up. I played some. Ten, Ten Two was basically uh, dress up. I think I think yeah. people have told me it's probably the creepiest of the Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Well, yeah, since every character is just a girl. Mm-hmm. What do you Under, expect? Yeah, underage girls that you dress up in more ridiculous clothing, and I think I was told there's like a massage mini game or something weird in it as well. Oh, I don't remember that. I didn't play too far into. That I, I honestly I never played 
I barely played ten, so I'm not about to play ten two. And and between like thirteen and thirteen two, I'd rather just finish thirteen than start again. And versus thirteen is still supposed to come out. I totally don't even care about that. And there's like the the cell phone game or PSP game, Ajito thirteen or something like that. Yeah, Gadio or something. I don't yeah. Final Fantasy XIII's got a long shelf life, apparently. There's some well, speculation that the only reason this is happening is because they spent so much money on thirteen, they kind of want to just use yeah, those assets again like, for they another spent game. So long making these assets, they're like, we should do more with this. Yeah, just like here it is again, but uh, I don't know. Uh, and isn't it coming out this year? Yeah, that's the really weird thing. It's this fall, and it's on 360 oh, again. Which, all right, okay. And then, like, we still, like, Versus 13 was announced, like, at the same time 13 was, and we still have seen Jack all about that. I think there was a new trailer, but it didn't have yeah, a Yeah, there day. was a new trailer, I believe. I didn't see it, though, but I thought it had, like, wasn't there, like, gameplay in it this yeah, time? Yeah, there, there was actually gameplay, and people are saying it looks, it plays like Kingdom Hearts, from what it looks like. But without, you know, Donald Duck. What the heck happened to that franchise? Like, that's something like, they could bring back at any time, and people would probably flip out. Kingdom Hearts? They keep making Kingdom Hearts Yeah, no, no, I mean a real Kingdom Hearts past game. Week. Oh, I don't Kingdom care. I want a real one. Like, a PS3, like, big marquee title. Well, like, the, the PSP one, apparently, is really good, from what people are telling me. Wasn't <sighs> Kingdom Hearts 3 announced? It was announced, and I heard it was 3DS. It was supposed to be a 3DS game. Dude, oh, no, no. I thought they actually, wanna... like, announced, like, a PS3 one. I want a crisp HD, like, throw another Tron level in there, but this time Daft Punk's in it. I don't know. Just do something. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. I think they already did that, but do it again. They, they did that in the same one they did Tron. Ah, uh, yeah. Two was alright. Whatever. I don't know. I just, I got stuck on the first one in the stupid underwater place, and I was like, I don't want to do this. That I, I underwater level. The first one. Like all of them. I, I, I guess I'm, oh, I beat both of them. I thought they were pretty cool. Okay, never mind. I'm, I might go back and finish the first one eventually. I don't know. The genie's in it. I know. I, I got past that. I got to like Neverland. I think is where I stopped. Okay. I just have a I lot just, of nostalgia for those movies. I just got to like the Little Mermaid area. Yeah, I think that's a little bit before where I am. But anyway, okay, that's. All right. No, I think, the no, I, think I passed Neverland. I think I finished Neverland. As I'm just saying, they're making sequels to the wrong games. <laughs> is all. But, yeah. yeah, like, they made, like, there's a second DS one now, uh, and then there was the PSP one that just came out. They also, didn't they announce, like, Dissidia 2? Yeah, they announced oh, that I a while back. They did. It's got lightning okay. in it. And... Which I was really confused about, because working in retail, um, from my perspective, that game didn't sell at all, but apparently it did. I don't did. know what you're talking about. No, it, it sold. The problem there, is, like, a bunch. we just stocked a stupid amount of that game. Like, we okay. had, like, 200-something copies of that in stock at our store. And only sold 140 of them, so something like that. Yeah. 60 lying around. I okay. It it. I maybe I came in after it was all over, and I was just like, "Well, there's a lot here, so this game failed." It also it didn't come. I think it came out the same day as like some other actual major release, and it got overshadowed. Maybe. But then again, yeah. anything usually overshadows the PSP. Yeah, yeah, it does. We talked a bit about that last week. But uh, all right, what else is news? What else is news? It's a 3DS. We got lots of news on the 3DS. Nintendo held a conference, I think it was last week, and uh, released a bunch of new information about it. Mm-hmm. Starting off with the price point, the 3DS is going to be 249.99 in the U.S. Okay. I can't remember that. And it comes out March 27th. 
Yeah, some people were complaining about that being high, but I was thinking, like, well, like, an well, iPod Touch is more than that. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's a double-edged sword, because, first off, it's the price that the Wii launched at. Well, right. I thought that was... Oh, right, here it was 279 but yeah, yeah. okay. So it, the, the, the 3DS is probably made at 280 bucks in in Canada. Oh, yeah, I guess. Unless our dollar is still oh, yeah. kind of... Well, we are equal that. right now, but we'll see how that goes. But okay, I, fine. Yeah. So there's that, and then there's, uh, yeah, then there's the fact that it's kind of just an upgrade of the DS, so, like, some people are kind of iffy about that. I hear it's a lot better. Like, like, you shouldn't consider it a DS. Like, from some of the stuff people have been saying about Kid Icarus, like, it looks quite a bit better, like, the 3D. Like, or, I mean, not the 3D, I mean, the polygonal graphics look better than the polygonal graphics you would see on a DS. This is terrible. I'm, can I just say 3D, or does, do I have to No, specify? you have to say polygonal now. Man! Alright. You know what I mean. The, the graphics with the with the angles and the depth. All those shapes and faces and Z-axis. Yeah. Those those look better, I'm told. I still haven't seen one, so I don't really know. They, they gotta have demo kiosks planned for those. I hope so, otherwise people are gonna be really confused. Yeah. What what bugs but, me is like, have you seen the case for the 3DS games? No. They're like really skinny, aren't they? Like a like a USB stick. They no. Well, no. The the games look about the same size as a as a DS card. Okay. Because like it's backwards. It's backwards were... compatible. So. Oh, I could the game. Okay. The cases themselves look exactly like DS ones, but the white strip is on the right side instead of the left. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. Why would that's that. weird? Why would you? Okay. And there's a little red three in there, so that's cool. yeah. So like, you're gonna get customers confused. Like, it, like it's, oh yeah, it's I can easily just imagine the retail thing. Like people, are, people are just, just gonna buy a game, and for the first couple months, we're just gonna be like, you know, this is the 3DS game, right? Like, you can't play this if you just have the old one. And then they'll be like, what? Oh. So, that's going to happen, man. The customers are great that way. Like, when Blu-ray first happened, they were like, wait, I have an HDTV, so that's cool, right? I just put this in my DVD player. It's like, no! No, it's a new thing! It, you don't... Oh, fine. I'll give you a refund. <laughs> to be honest, I'm glad I don't work in retail anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. 250 bucks. Weird Do we have a launch lineup yet? I thought you said we had a kind of a launch lineup. It, it's kind of weird. One. They they released the Japanese launch lineup. Right, and we talked about that one last week, but I thought we got a launch lineup as well. Um, They announced 30 games that would be out within the launch window of two months. They have not said what days are, or what games are available on day one. Mm. What, what, find... what is available in that window? Is there too many to mention, or...? Um, it was about 30 games. I'm trying to find that list. Oh, I man. thought I had it. Okay, any highlights? I'm assuming the Professor Layton game is not one of them. No. Okay, I've got the list here. Oh, well then, forget Aww. it. I'm not buying um, it right away at all, then. There's no chance. The uh, supposed games made by Nintendo that are going to be in that launch window are Nintendogs plus Cats. Yay! Wings Resort. Still don't care. And Steel Diver. Don't what? know what that is. It's a new franchise by Nintendo, which is a rarity. Okay, weird, just kind of flashback to the Wii launch. Does anyone remember that game, Project Hammer? Yeah. Did that ever happen? No, it got canned. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Twilight Princess was a, a launch game. 
Yeah, we we don't have any big big Nintendo franchise unless you count Nintendogs or Pilot I, Wings. Uh, as a um, I don't. So don't. Well, worry. if they gave actual like stuff to do, because I I did Ten Dogs one or whatever was kind of great for like a week, and then you're just like, oh wait, there's no gameplay, there's nothing, there's no point. If I leave, my dog will be fine. What is this for? And then the tutorials, it would just hit you with the same one over and over every single time. I'm like, sure it's not going to be that much yet. improved for Nintendo Dogs plus cats. <clears throat> well, I mean, there's cats, so it's obviously improved, but... I mean, well, yeah. That was a little burn on dog owners right there. But As anyway. for the uh, the actual known list of games that other companies are putting out, within two months of the launch, these games will be available. Asphalt 3D, which is a racing series racing. that's been around since the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Uh, Bust a Move Universe, which I'm actually kind of psyched for. Combat of Giants, Dinosaurs 3D. That's the final <sighs> title. Isn't there though. a series already, Battle of Giants? It it is that. That's the continuation of that. Okay, great. Yep. Uh, Crush 3D, which I'm actually kind of psyched for as well, because that was a a really cool puzzle game on the PSP. I own that. Oh, I don't, but that always looks cool. Uh, Zoe De- Mode made that. Dead or Alive Dimensions, which okay. uh, apparently Samus is in it. That like initially I was like, oh, but that makes sense now. Other because like so. Metroid Wait, other which Samus like Zero Suit Samus. Um, the the only picture that they've shown so far, like there's a there's an other M themed stage with like Ridley in it, and uh, Samus shows up at one point in the video, does a power bomb, and then they don't show anything else. So it could be Zero Suit Samus, it could be Suited Samus. We don't know. Okay. Well, I think she only does power bombs when she's in her suit. Yeah. Well, I mean, like so. she could have. It could be like in. Uh, There's probably no where she just does a crazy attack and then she suit. just takes off her suit. Maybe. And we are talking about the Dead or Alive franchise, which is known for. Would Nintendo I mean, let them sexualize Samus in a weird way? That's, Samus is the closest thing Nintendo has to a sexualized character. Okay. Half the time, half the time in the series, like she's running around in a skin tight suit. How can you say she's not sexualized already? You're right. I just Dead or Alive is good at taking those two extremes. So I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be taken to an extreme. Yeah, so I'm going to set my age to 99, and it's going to be. Awesome. It, it, it could it could be kind of like Dead or Alive 4 though, where like they had a a Spartan, but it was always a Spartan in just armor, in even armor. though it was a female. Yeah, yeah. I hope. So case. they might just keep Samus in her suit. And like maybe like there'd be a cutscene maybe after you beat the game and she takes she's in her zero suit or something stupid. Or she so. or she might be in like her like combat suit. Or she might she, she might just give a thumbs down. Or she takes off her helmet. Yell at Adam a lot. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Talk talk down. about her feelings. In the okay. mono- most monotonous voice. <laughs> I was always a girl with all the other guys. Something like that. That's why what I gave a thumbs down out? to Adam. He knew I approved. Is she really that boring in the game? Yeah. Have you not played Other totally M? Is. Uh, Have you seriously not played Other M? No, I never did. I just it looked too weird. And, yeah. It it I don't know. I want to say it's bad. I want to say it's good. I don't really know where to go with it. That yeah. seems to be. The I've thing. liked worse games. Okay. Is how I'll put it. That's not really a ringing endorsement. Okay, here's a question for you, John. Which one's better, Other M or Country Returns? Oh shit. I didn't like both of them. <laughs> Kirby's Epic Yarn, there's my answer. <laughs> okay, what else is coming out? Um, Dual Pin Sports. Lego okay. Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars. Some Madden NFL football. 
Oh, per- day one purchase. Clearly. Uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2011 3D. All right. Rayman Raving Rabbits Travel in Time. Rayman oh, 3D. Oh, really? That's... Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Rabbits uh, Travel in Time is currently coming out for it. And Rayman 3D, which I wasn't quite aware of, which I actually might get back. What happened to the Rayman game that was supposed to be coming to, like, Xbox Live? Like, remember when they announced it at, uh... E3 last year? E3, and it was supposed to come in, like, December, like, an episodic thing? Yeah, it hasn't come out yet. I don't know what it is. Like, it looked yeah. really good. Yeah, I was like, looking all, for Like, all Rayman. the proper Rayman games have been good. And, I mean, the Rabbit games are pretty good, too. They've got a good sense of humor, but I would be down with the proper Rayman game, which I'm hoping Rayman 3D is, and not just a port of Rayman 2 again. <sighs> yeah, I have that on my phone. I think there's even. I think there was a DS version of Rayman 2. Now that I think about it. Mm. I just, I, isn't it, like when is that uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD happening? That so is February. Michael Ansel, Michelle Ansel thing. Oh, okay. uh, X, yeah, Xbox Live is doing another crazy arcade promo month, whatever, and they're doing like Contra Hardcore, which I'm excited for. Or sorry, yeah. Hardcore Uprising. It's not actually called Contra. I actually don't know about this. What are the games? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD. Yeah. Uh, the new Heart Contra game, which is not called Contra. Uh, I can't remember the other three, but those are the two that stood out the most to me. Yeah. It's a spring one, if this one is? No, this is uh, February. starts next month. Yeah. They, they got some pretty good, just regular kind of, hey, these games are pretty cool. We're oh, right, Torch- I think this. Torchlight is actually one of them as well. Oh, right, um, yeah, I saw that. They're porting that, which, alright, I never played through it on the PC and Achievements. Apparently, it's. I've heard good things, so. Yeah. That do you have the information on the prices for the 3DS games? Uh, rumors are between 30 and 50 US. Yeah, they were saying like 10 or 20 less than like console games, and console games are like 50, 60. I just don't really want to start seeing like 40 being like kind of a standard, maybe even 50, you know? It, it would be nice if that was a standard, but I mean. Like, I want. Like, I kind of like when they come out at 30, 35. Or even less. Like it's just like, hey, check it out, Picross, twenty bucks. Yeah, uh, GameStop US apparently has is pegging 3DS prices or game prices between forty and fifty US, which is going to mean we're going to be paying almost sixty bucks here for 3DS games. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to do that for handheld games to play for two to three hours before the battery dies. Oh, burn! Uh, it's not. It's a. It's a PSP's battery life is exactly what it is. That's not great though. I, mean, I know. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying, you know, it's like not you should, shouldn't go static. around. It's like the PSP, you know. Yeah, it's as that good thing as the you PSP. love and play all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, the difference is it's actually going to have good games on it because it's Nintendo. Work time fun. That's all. I have and to apparently, say. like, if you turn like everything off, you can get up to like 10 hours. But that's literally like turning off Wi-Fi, having it on like the lowest brightness. Right. Like turning off the 3D mode, which if you're playing DS games, you don't even need it anyways. So if you were playing. Like, wait, does it have... No, it wouldn't have Game Boy Advance. It wouldn't do that. Why would they do no, that? No, no Game Boy Advance slot. That'd be weird I mean, if they bring back Game Boy Advance. Like, two platforms ago, we still got it. Well, that's, fact, well, it that's what Game they Boy. said. They're doing Virtual Console. Like, they have Virtual Console for Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Yeah. Announced. I hope they actually release good yeah, stuff. Yeah, they announced that for... That they're doing Virtual Console, okay. Game Boy, and Game Boy Color. I really would... I would like... I'd really like Game Boy Advance. I'm hoping they say Advance, but they have... I don't think they've actually been official with that yet. Hmm. Which I, they're going to do it eventually. Like, I mean, the the Virtual Console for the Wii added consoles halfway through. Right. I could play Minish Cap finally. That's a good game. Provided they release it. 
They would. Well, they released it like the other Zeldas. They would probably just release the uh, the uh, port of the Super Nintendo one on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, just Link's Awakening, and Link, it has the four past, swords, yeah. but you can't actually like Link online or anything. So just whatever. Yeah. Well, There's they no they, they did announce Link's Awakening, the Game Boy Color Edition. So. Oh, okay. Is that DX? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant Four Swords, or anyway. Yeah, you meant uh, Link to the Past plus Four Swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I Link's like Awakening, though, also quality. That Crazy Fish is having it a It was dream. good. I really liked that one. That was probably my favorite Zelda game. Cool. Uh, where were we back on this list? Uh, Resident Evil, the Mercenaries, 3D. So, okay. Some Mercenaries mode from Resident Evil 5. And hopefully more, because that's I would hope more, but they've only shown, like, four characters for it so far. Okay. They've shown, like, uh, Chris, Hunk, uh, Krauser, and Claire. So it's like not even char- half those characters I don't even think were in Resident Evil 5's Mercenaries mode, or they might have been available in, like, the Gold Edition. Was, okay. Hunk must... Come on. Was Hunk in it? Hunk was in 4. I don't know if he was in 5. I think he was in 5. Okay. He better have been 5, because he was awesome in 4. He breaks dudes' necks so hard that they were facing the other way. Uh, He has, like, a knife shoe in this one now. Okay. He puts, like, a knife on his shoe and then just cuts someone across the neck. That's a pretty spectacular kick. But Hunk, Hunk was always awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Ridge Most Racer part. 3D, keeping the trend of a Ridge Racer game launching a console running. Yay. I don't know. What is up with that? Like, that's kind of the only thing they do. Like, It, it I, seems I to me, know. like, how many other Ridge Racer games can you think of off the top of your head? That launched with a console, like most like of them. PS3 and 360, didn't they? Yeah, uh, PS3, PS3 and 360. PS2 had PS2, one. PS2, PS1. Yeah. N64. I didn't know that, but okay. I, I think I the N64 you. launched with one. I know there is a Ridge Racer 64. Why don't like do they ever do follow-ups on the same system? Like, hey, here's Ridge Racer 8 on the PS3. It's actually out right now, and it's good. Like, why don't they do that ever? I, I don't know. I. Namco was just like waiting that. for the PS4 and the whatever the heck the next thing is. Are you expecting a new console at E3 this year? Anybody? No. Like I not even not. from Nintendo. I honestly hope not. Okay. I also don't. I also hope that doesn't happen. But that seems a vague possibility that some people are talking about. Well, okay. But. Like if there's going to be a new console announced this year, it's going to be Nintendo. Exactly. That's and seems considering to be the they just launched the 3DS this year, that'd be the dumbest thing ever. Well, like, but a home platform. So, but it would it would totally cannibalize sales of the 3DS. Like, you can't you can't say, oh hey, we released a 250 dollar console. Surprise! Two months later, we are announcing another one. Right? Yeah, I guess that's that's just the dumbest thing you can do. So next year, like, this will be a big push for 3DS and be like, hey, well, we didn't forget about the, the DSi XL's announcement then, or the Game Boy Micro or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. that's just like well, that's still the, the same con- that's still the same console, later, just a different version of it. Yeah, yeah. That's so different. Like, HD Wii? Still no, I, they would not do that now. That'd be the that'd be another dumb thing. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess yeah, it'd probably just be a, a big year for games, and that'll be it. Nintendo, I see, just focus. I, I see every company focusing on games this year. Yeah, but and probably Microsoft and apparently Sony actually probably took focus off more than well. moving Connect. Yeah, yeah. Just Connect apparently is selling really well. Like yeah. millions. I, I tried out uh, one of the fitness games on that. Actually, it's not bad. Okay. Which one? Uh, your shape. Okay. 
That one seems like the best out of the like, it, Zumba fitness or whatever. Yeah, like it, you can't wear baggy clothing, which kind of sucks because it, it doesn't pick up my legs half the time. But mm. to be fair, who would wear baggy clothing doing that? Doing hmm? fitness, yeah. That's... Like if you're trying to like work out, why would you have baggy clothing on? <laughs> I guess I had like pajama pants on. So oh, okay, actually, Maybe, like sweat sweatpants or something. I don't know. Any, uh, uh, Samurai no Warriors Chronicles. Okay, so it's like Dynasty Warriors, but Samurais are. Yes, Dynasty Warriors, but with Japanese people. And 3D. So, okay. Samurai Warriors is apparently better than Dynasty Warriors, from what people tell me. So. I don't. Yeah, like I just. But nothing's as good as Nine Nine Nights, right, John? Shut up. Or Fist of the North Star, to be legitimate. But you anyway. know what? I I kind of like Fist of the North Star. I picked it up during the Boxing Week. So. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I no, no, I wasn't being facetious. That. I just, I've to- I'm told that's a bit of an evolution of that formula. So kind of yeah, like the story mode makes is a lot better. Yeah. And then there's there's standard Dynasty Warriors mode if you just want to play that. Mm-hmm. Dude, right, what other games? Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor Overclocked. So is I don't like know if that's just an remake? update of the DS one. That sounds like it's just gonna be an update. <laughs> More content. I'm all right. Super Monkey Ball 3D, also keeping the weird tradition of Nintendo consoles having Super Monkey Ball games at launch. To be, I hated Banana Blitz, but that seems like a good kind of fit for weird 3D stuff. Well, I mean, Is also Star the Star Fox on this list. Hmm. Is Star Fox on this list? No, I've already listed the three Nintendo games that are coming out before oh, June. Right. Yeah. Uh, this year, supposedly, we're getting a Mario Kart. We're getting a Star Fox 3D. We're getting Ocarina of Time 3D. Um. We're getting Paper Mario 4. Um, oh, dude. So, one not remake? What? I just said, like... No, no, Mario a, Kart will be a new Mario Kart, just they're all kind of the same. I, so, I'm, dude, I'm always down for more Mario Kart. No, yeah, portable Mario Kart seems to be where it's at. Like Mario DS Kart DS is awesome. the best Mario Kart so it far. It is the best Mario Kart. I just, we left such a bad taste in my mouth. It's because they screwed up the multiplayer. They screwed up battle mode, and that pissed off a lot of people. Yeah, that no, that DS one is probably my favorite. Like I agree, top down perspective consensus. Ruled. DS Mario Kart DS best Mario Kart. Yeah. All right. What else is coming it's out official. for two months? Uh, CSN Super Monkey Ball Super Street Fighter Four 3D Edition. Great. Which that's a launch title in Japan, so I'm gonna assume that's gonna be a day one for us here. Okay. And, I, and I'm I'm gonna get it. I'm psyched for that. Apparently, apparently the 3DS is gonna have a lot of fighting games on it too, which is really weird. That is weird. Because there's the, the there's Blaze or Blaze Blues coming out on it, and we've already got Dead or Alive coming out on it. So I'm hoping the the stick is good on that thing. Uh, oh, the yeah, The Sims 3. Yay! Yeah, finally. Hooray. Hooray. Why? Okay. It just came out on the DS as well. Hooray. But it's, like, just so far out from The Sims 3 first coming out, they should probably just give it a subtitle or something. Like, th- Well, it's already The Sims like, 3, so they can be, like, The Sims 3D. Yeah. The Sims 3D. Kind of like how Viva Pinata came out, but it was, like, Pocket Pals. Yeah. Or Pocket Party or something. Yeah. Thor, God of Thunder. That movie Tom Clancy's, cool. like, the movie tie-in? Yeah. Is the movie this year? Yeah, yeah it's, it's in summer. May. Which, isn't that close that, to Captain America? Um, Captain America is well, two months later Marvel. in July, like just after her Transformers and just before Harry Potter or something, so that could go bad, but yeah. I think it could be cool. This summer's going to be packed. Yeah, this summer's crazy for movies. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, 
Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Shadow Wars. And Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell 3D. Okay. I don't couldn't be less interested in either of those two. Yeah. I'm kinda interested in Splinter Cell because it looks like it's back to the old Splinter Cell formula. I don't want that at all. I didn't care for even more than this one. Oh, well then yeah. Yeah. I like I like the Splinter Cell franchise, so like if if they were to do anything with Splinter Cell now, it would be like mash it up with Alpha Protocol and get rid of Sam Fisher, and then I'd be on. What? No! Don't get rid of Sam. <laughs> Dude, he's like old. Okay, fine. Don't Where's get my rid daughter? Of him, but make him the guy on the intercom <laughs> talking to you, the created player created character. And then there's like get get Obsidian. I don't know. Alpha Protocol was a good game. That was kind of a revelation we had while you were gone. I don't I don't know if you were there. For well, that. it's the one that Nathan had. I haven't played it. I haven't yeah. played it either. So I've heard good things if you it. play it a certain way. Yeah, if you play it on easy mode and you don't, but, like... <laughs> you that's not how you should play a game. Combat. Like, oh, you have to play it on easy mode to make it fun. That just seems dumb. It's not dumb. recommended. I'm just saying, like, that's the way to experience the story with minimal blowback. So that was how I enjoyed it. But yeah. Hey, speaking of which, um, is there any more 3DS launch titles? No, I think that was it. That That is the end of the list I have here. They say there's supposed to be 30 games, but that was only, like, maybe 20. Okay. Was there any more news they announced this week with, like, 3DS related? Um, you could transfer any purchases you made from your DSiWare store to the 3DS. I didn't know that. That's that good. is That's a good thing. Good for you, Nintendo. That's very cordial. That's That seems odd, because even, like, your account on your Wii doesn't even sync up with your DSi one. I know, it's really weird that they're doing that, but, I mean... And apparently, I, I forget if it's in the same article, but they mentioned that you're going to be using actual money instead of, like, point cards for purchases. Uh, so now. just, so like, it's, it's going, like, PSN PlayStation Store, store credit route. card. Okay. That seems odd for, like, kids. I don't... I think, I think basically, it kind of shows them how much money they're spending so parents aren't, like, tricked and, like, oh, it's only 800 points. Yeah, no, I mean, it's good in general. I'm just saying from, like... Like their perspective, when they want to be like, "Hey, kids can get like a like they don't have credit cards, so we can well, get no, they can so probably still like like a PlayStation card. Just go down to the store and buy a twenty dollar Nintendo card, and then oh, I see. that'll okay. happen in just real funds as opposed to abstracted points. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they mean by that. Like, they'd be dumb not to do gift cards either way. Yeah, like that. That'll probably still be a big part of it. But anyway, sorry. Um. Uh, but yeah, the last thing I have on the 3DS is their intent for the Ocarina of Time remake. Right, right. And the Sean, I think you were a little excited for this one. Yeah, you're pretty pumped. And by pumped, I mean kind of baffled. Do you want to or... do you want to go with what the supposed issue is? Uh, they're making it like more casual friendly. <laughs> Which that sucks. I cause... I don't understand how they're gonna do that. Like, how can yeah. you make it that kind of game more casual? Like, just, like, like a, a compass telling you where to go next? Or maybe, like, a hint system or something. Like, after a while in a dungeon, if you clearly don't know where to go, it'll just be like, hey, man, like, you gotta move this box right over here. And you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, like, don't get up. I'll move it for you. Boots. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, maybe, like, Maddie starts, like, going, you have to just follow her around the whole time. You know, one thing they could, uh, like, improve is, like... Iron boots switching in the water temple, like just make that a one button thing or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah, they could streamline some stuff. I'm just what I'm really put off from this is, as far as like standard Nintendo franchises, that was kind of their like most like core gamer kind of game. 
almost like challenging and thought provoking. Yeah, and like adventure, yeah, from maybe. years of everybody going, please make an adult Zelda game. They're like, oh, so easier for kids. Got, I, we got it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Dude, just play Darksiders and the sequel. Like Nintendo is a lost cause for that stuff. You're just gonna have to find a new party to hang out with, and uh, THQ's got your back with their terrible new really, logo. Yeah. I, I don't want, know if I you've want seen Darksiders it. two to come here. <laughs> THQ is a new logo. I'm just saying, it's not they do. good. It's weird looking. Okay, so apparently they're saying like the specific the water temple thing you were talking about with like the boots and that. Yeah. They apparently that was one of the specific examples they were talking about about streamlining it, making it more accessible. Good for so them. So you can just access it straight on the touch screen. Like your inventory is on the touch screen now instead of having to pause it and like flip through everything. Okay. That makes sense. So you can literally just tap a button and it's like, oh, iron boots on, iron boots off. Good for them because that was just a weird clunky thing. But yeah. Um. But yo, where's Majora's Mask? I think that's what everyone's asking because that was clearly. No, that's not what I'm asking. I I, <laughs> I don't think very many people were asking about Majora's Mask. I, I'm just fine. I'll just play my GameCube port of that. In, in the dark. I don't. I'm, I I would be kind of down with Majora's Mask. I liked it, but I don't know if I, if it's got the following that Ocarina does. It does not. And that's one actually that was kind of messed up in a couple ways that they could make it easier, and I wouldn't be offended. One Majora? Thing that... Yeah, like the, like I I enjoy the pressure that the time system kind of adds, but like. The casual person would just be like, I have to play this dungeon again because I ran out of time? This is terrible. Never playing it. And it's just like, alright, we'll, we'll put an option where you can turn that off. Well, no, the way Majora works is if you beat, if you beat it in time, you don't have to play it again. I know, but like, there was literally one time where I was like in the snow temple and the timer was on the screen as I was fighting the boss. I was like, no! <laughs> and it was all the more thrilling because I beat it just before it happened, but if I was on the other end of that equation, that would be thing ever. But, yeah. Anyway, sorry. One thing I'm just going to put off is how many like N64 remakes they're doing, because yeah, I, just, I just don't want it to be all that. I want them to come out with new games, not just be like, so, Star Fox again? Okay, well, cool. They've only announced two so far, to be fair. Yeah. I know, but I just don't just, want... Those it seems like they can easily get well into that trend now that they can do that kind of graphics. Well, I mean, really to be like fair, they could also Super do that Mario. with the DS. The launch title for the DS was Super Mario, Super 64. Mario 64. And I actually True. played that one quite a bit. Because so, it looked a little better. It was kind of cool. And it had like, like three extra, and it had extra content, which was kind of nice. But I mean, apparently, Ocarina of Time 3D is not going to have extra content either. That's kind of weird. They're saying that they're not weird. adding in extra temples or anything. That, that was a good game, though, so... I think with, this is another thing where we just got to imagine, like, there's a whole generation of kids that never played it. And Twilight Princess That's true, is crap, but guess what? So... They're not on this podcast, and I'm more important than them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess We're all, so. Like, right. the game's only, like, what, ten years old at this point as well. Well, like, yeah, around there, so... And it's already been on, like, multiple systems. You can play it on the Wii, you can play it you on the Game You can play GameCube. it on the Wii, yeah, that is kind of a... You can play it on everything. Yeah, well, but not everything the 3DS, so... Well, everything older than so... made by Nintendo. Yeah. So... This is another way you can carry it around in your pocket. You could be on the bus playing some Zelda. I, 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 that that's really the main appeal here is is portable Ocarina of Time. I guess so. I guess. And you know, in three D. Yeah. So you could shoot arrows at the. Why would the? I don't know if three D is going to really benefit that. I'm trying to think of weird. Well, I mean, that's why they have the option that. to turn it off because if you don't want to use it, you don't. Actually, have wait. To I'm just it. thinking that Shadow Temple boss where you're standing on the drums might look kind of cool in three D. Really standing. That's the foreground, true. and then he's there. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, yeah, that man. would be kind of neat, yeah. Uh, this could... Yeah, all right. Well, I've, I've, I've changed my opinion. We have more. That, that does it for news. Okay. All right, I have one question for you, Sean. Okay. Did you get Ghost Trick yet? I didn't. Did you? No, but I noticed it, and I was like, oh, man, that looks so cool. So I, I, I picked know. it up. Oh, I really, I'm going to pick it up soon. It, it's sitting in my backpack. I'm probably going to play it tonight. All right, I was just okay. hoping to get some thoughts on it, but I guess that would have come like, up. Well, we all played week. it at PAX, though, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I played the demo there, and it's cool. Like, it, it seems yeah. cool, but I just want to... How much know. is it, by the way? Uh, I bought I it in know. the States, so, I mean, I got it for 30 so... Nathan? I don't know. It was in our back room, so I, I didn't actually scan it, so... Sorry. Okay. Oh, man, my copy's not going to have French on it. It's a collector's edition up here. <laughs> well, it looks like you miss out. Oh, no. Okay, uh, so I guess that's going to do it, because we no emails this week. Yeah, no, nothing this but week. But if you want to email in, yeah. what's the email address? Uh, top down perspective at hotmail.com. And also, what is the date? Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I think you know the date, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the date oh, is. I, I believe it's the 25th. You know, I think it's the 24th. Okay. All right, it's my, my clock, my watch is a little fast. 2011. <laughs> Yeah, okay, fine. January 24th, 2011. Or 2011. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a bunch of rock band, so I'm out. Okay. And I'm um, going to... It's getting work late because I'm me, at work. So I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that I was doing our outro. We didn't really have an ending. And that'll do it for the top-down perspective.